Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Wimpy for three. Butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning, part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. We do it every day at 7. Let's talk some silver and black, as painful as it may be. Sometimes you just got to take your medicine. So here we sit. They're in Toronto tonight. Get a chance to, you know, go north of the border, celebrate appropriately. 0-3 on the rodeo road trip. We're minus a a Dougie McBuckets. Thanks for all you did. Uh, They lost to the Brooklyn Nets by 20 points last night and really didn't offer a whole lot. Uh, Pop says they're tired. Give me a break. I mean, what? So, I mean, this is a situation that, I mean, while we can bellyache and complain and all that, there's got to be. There's got to be an apparent plan if we're going to go through this. So I think it's now time to start looking through the next couple of months. And what, what do you see Pop is doing? I want you to hear, this is Pop yesterday. After their own three start on the rodeo, and I, and uh, we'll give you some back back to it, uh, behind the scenes stuff to it. After we hear we hear from him, this is him. I'm seeing sides of it in everybody, but that's the same with basically every team. Uh, it's a you know it's the dog days and it's tough. Uh, you know I I wanted to see uh, how we would react on the road here on this road trip because we've had before that. I think this is the fourth weekend of three and four nights. And that's tough along with the rodeo road trip. So I understand why they'd be tired, but we, we can't use that. You know, they've got to try to fight through it. I think they're having a little bit of a tough time getting through that. Um, Greg Popovich, he's not making an excuse. I don't believe he is. but And he does have a point. It's the first couple of weeks. So last couple of weeks, they have had busy weekends, Thursday, Friday, Sunday games. Um, but that outing was, it's just so freaking lackluster. You know, it's just like these guys are rolling out. They know that there is zero expectation. Their pot, their coach is making excuses for them. And there's really no need to win. You just don't see the, the, the desire to go get anything because the, 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 the excuse is already out there. Hey, we're. We're young and we're we're trying to get better. So don't expect us to win. This is silly. I mean, I'm sorry. Like I'm and I'm not like doing the like oh millennial participation trophy, everyone's making an excuse, but like what you're tired? Are you do you, are you just learning how the NBA operates and how scheduling works? Like, are are, are you new to the rodeo road trip? Is is this a new phenomenon? Like, is, you know, like this is ridiculous. I mean, spare me. I mean, I could kind of 
stretch and maybe try to understand this if they were losing on buzzer beaters or last second and it's just like, yeah, we just we lost focus, man. We've been playing these tight games and they're exhausting mentally. Rob, since the rodeo road trip began, they lost by 12 in Miami. By the <laughs> way, after they had a half-week-long break, okay, after they got trounced by Cleveland. Lost by 12 in Miami, lost by 16 at Orlando, lost by 20 at Brooklyn. That's not tired. That's just you suck. Like, that's not tired at all. Like, and I, people are going to say, like, oh, what do you expect him to say? I'm not saying that he should come out and say they suck, but if, if Pop's going to try to tow this line that they're tired, we have a right to, to – call baloney on it because th this is ridiculous that you're tired w wake up um, you all are so bad right now i'm gonna give you a stat that'll just sum things up it, you know first of all let's let's do some good and bad wimby continues to play well in the first year players he's leads the he's a rookie 20.3 points per game 10 rebounds one point, it is meaningless, and he's going to have to settle for personal success. He's got 3.1 blocks. He's not going to get team wins. Uh, the Spurs have lost ten or seven straight, um, and they're headed into a, uh, a nice little all-star break as Wimby and Devin will have something to do next weekend. Uh, Toronto tonight, a team that they acquitted themselves pretty well the last time they played, but they, they're worse, and there's no incentive to win. So if there's no incentive to win, and they're and they're getting worse, and we're not even seeing the incremental growth that we could hang our hats on before. If there's no incentive to win, then there's no, there are no repercussions for losing. Thank you. I mean, what like we're just existing. That's all. That's all this is. We're we're all showing up to the court. And watching 48 minutes like trickle down. That's it. Like that, it's just simply a process. These are all just numbers for the teams we play to use in their seating positioning. That's it. That's all they are. Like this is this is meaningless. It is utterly meaningless basketball being played, despite having a generational lottery ticket that you won, walking and talking and and dominating on the court in front of you. It's malpractice at this point in time. Like I don't. There's just nothing. There's no way to go. There's not. There's no redeeming quality to this. This is not worth anything, or nothing will make this worth it. Nothing. This is horrible. And it, it's to be told that they're tired is the ultimate. Like don't pee on me when it's raining, or don't don't pee on me and tell me it's raining type of thing. You are bad. We all know it. We're all adult enough. We all know what not bad looks like, and it's not you. I, I'm curious. They let Ben Simmons go six to seven last night, dude. Oh ben my Simmons, six or seven oh, Saturday night. Oh, Saturday. I'm sorry, Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's the worst. Did, thing did, did you guys see that? I mean, and it wasn't like they were contested shots. They were they were easy shots. They allowed Ben Simmons, and most teams would. After the third one, though, they'd go. You know what? Maybe he's feeling it tonight. Let's play a little bit of defense. Uh, Keldon did have 19. Coming off the bench, and and I will give him credit that he is playing as well in his role as anybody else on the team, other than Victor. He's playing better than Devin in his role. I think Blake Wesley has been pretty successful in his role, but for the most part, it has been 
uh, lackluster and, and, and unable and really uninspired. And, and Wimby, we love you. I, we, I just went down. There are, some, there are times when Pop allows him to sleepwalk on the court. To just let, did you see him get dunked on by Cla- Claxton get him the other night? Dude, wake up. He, he gets lackluster because I think he sees the rest of his team overlooking him. It's a, it's a this insidious process disease that we I, I warned everybody about last October. Don't get once you get locked in the process, you can't get out because everything that happens is justifiable as part of the grand plan. Everything we lost. Well, it's okay because part of the grand plan is we got a little bit better here. Oh, we lost again, 10 straight, 7 straight. Well, part of the grand plan is a better draft pick. Oh, we traded away a little bit of value in Doug McDermott, but got nothing in return. I mean, a second rounder and some cash. But it's okay. It's part of the process. You got to don't it's we're not done yet. Wait till you see what we do tomorrow or next week because really this process is about the next process move. And you get to do that for de- for days, years, months. It can keep going. Philadelphia is still in the process. They don't have a ring. They don't, they don't, they don't even have a, a finals, a finals they appearance. They have been to an Eastern Conference Finals. A, you know what I mean? Like A decade and a half later, they're still in the process. And that is the trap we're in right now. You can justify everything with the potential for success over the horizon. Oh, it don't look good now, but the planks we're laying today will be the stairs to greatness later. Ain't no greatness coming. We're getting worse. I don't think that these feelings are irrational. Like, I recognize that as Spurs fans, we are all frustrated, right? I recognize that maybe you want there to be optimism to be found. Maybe you want to find something to hold on to. There's not, man. Mm-mm. And and like you you can't get on to people for being mad about this. You just can't. Like it there it again, it'd be I'm not like again, I don't mean to do the like, oh, we're the Spurs and we play for titles and anything less than that is not acceptable. Because you can understand. Like you can understand when there's growth happening, even if it's incremental growth. There isn't incremental growth happening here. Like that's that's lowering the bar even a lot, and it's still not happening. This is simply existing. This is simply the only processing that's happening, Rob, is aging. That's it. Like it's literally everybody shows up and is forty-eight minutes older than they were when the game began. That's it. That's that's all that is accomplished. It's just a a waste of time. I mean, it, it really is. Like how how and how can you trust that the future will be any better at this point in time? You can't. Like, dude, they can't. They can't look decent in a game. Decent. The Timberwolves win feels like five hundred days ago. I mean, it it just. It's amazing to think that they won two games in a row. I mean, honestly. This is what is so aggravating. And we can harp on it over and over. But you, this is Victor Wimbayama. Wimbayama. He is putting together one of the greatest rookie seasons of all time, as far as stats go. As far as what he's doing, he's putting up numbers like any of the greatest rookie seasons that have ever happened. Tim Duncan, his rookie year, 21, 11, 9, 2 and a half and 2. I mean, nobody that, that is pretty freaking astounding. And, and he's not quite there, but he's pretty damn close. 
Look at what Blake Griffin did back in 2010. 22 and a half, 12 and three. Victor's within a bucket and a, and a rebound of that. Elvin Hayes in 68-69, one a little bit over one. Now we're getting to some rare air where teams are, are – but every team, every player I'm talking about of these guys, their teams were in the playoff hunt. Every one of them. Every one of them. Luka Doncic in 2018-19. Shaq in 92. David in 89. Immediate. Immediate. LeBron in 03. Magic in 79. Larry Bird in 79. Elgin Baylor in 58. Michael Jordan in 84. He, he is putting up numbers like these guys. But their teams, who were also bereft of talent because they were drafted number one or close to it, they managed to get there. What is the difference? Talent? Those teams were, didn't have any talent. They were all awful. Only Magic. Magic landed on a pretty decent team. Nobody else did. And every one of them was in the playoff line. So it's, an, it's not talent. So what's next in the hierarchy of problems? It's coaching. There's, there's no other. There's nothing else. Because Wimby's doing it. The numbers tell us. That's, that, he is doing exactly what the greatest who have ever done it have done. But they won. But we... We, uh, we're, we're getting better daily. We, we're working on fundamentals, which tells a lot of things right there. I don't even want to get into that. Can't use tired it's, and doldrums as an excuse. No, it, dude. I mean, like, you can't use tired in February. Like, that is so ridiculous. You're, you're not even at the all-star break yet. You know, <laughs> like, it's just, and, and this is actually, uh, I mean, it's not really a prediction, but like, We'll hear that, right? First, first comments outside of the break. We really needed that break. You know what I mean? We were the rodeo road trip, and you know we were just we were we were really tired. Yeah, I bet you're tired. You're losing all the time. Everybody's working you. Like everybody's stepping all over you. It must it must be really tiring to go through that on a nightly basis. I mean, how could anyone possibly believe? Like, like do. You think they have a shot against Toronto tonight? No. You think they have a shot against Dallas on Wednesday? No. You think they have a yeah, shot in baby. Sacramento? No. You think that they have a shot against the Lakers or the Jazz or the Wolves trying to get revenge? No. But here we sit. But it's nobody's fault. It's just part of the process. We don't need immediate gratification. If you can just hold out and see what we see. There's, you know, they're going to tighten this thing up. And next year? Maybe something yeah, else. Don't don't worry. Next year, next year, all this will be fixed. I mean, what a what a crock, man. I mean, like, what a just. Again, I would. I don't know that there's a good thing you can say in the middle of all this, but at the and maybe you just get tired of saying the same things. But at the very and and because you know people will say things like, oh well, we ask for transparency and we ask for honesty and they give it. This isn't transparency. Transparency would be we're just not where we want to be right now and we're just as frustrated by that we're trying some different things and they're not working and we're all experiencing growing pains and we recognize that you know we recognize that we have one of the most talented players in the world on our team and we're failing him on a nightly basis and that frustrates us just as much as it frustrates you if not more of all the vital statistics Wimby leads the team in all but one and that's an assist Wimby's getting 20 10 one steal a game a little bit over three and he's blocks not even, a game. He's not even like, you know, 
being pushed to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> what is it, what does it look like when he's when he's like really really pushing? It's and the, the fact that we don't even know that yet is is also frustrating, right? Like the fact that we haven't seen this car hit hit three digits yet is also on them. And there's no help coming around the bend. There's no trade deadline to look forward to. Congrats there's no to injured player to get healthy. This is Congrats as good as it gets. There's they're healthy. <laughs> Zach Collins continues to nurse that ankle, but for the most part, this is as healthy as this team is going to be. Seventh straight losses, six more rodeo road trip games, and a weekend off. It is entirely possible we won't see a Spurs win until March. First game of March is against Doug's Pacers. <laughs> so, uh, and by the way, I feel so bad bad for Chetty Osman. Chetty, free is Chetty, tough, man. free the man. Chetty was, you know, they all packed up for the rodeo road trip. Said, "All right, guys, let's enjoy the plane oh. rides. Let's let's get some good games of Fortnite on the plane. You know what I mean? Let's let's just, you know, well, I let's just really celebrate." No one comes to play more than Chetty does. He is the one guy every night who pop, I guess, they, I'm sure there were offers for Chetty and probably some good ones. But what, while McDermott will miss his shooting because we don't, I mean, we're down to like one other guy. But if Chetty was gone, there goes the heartbeat of that team. That I mean, literally, Chetty is the glue veteran of that team. Has been all season long. He's the one guy that when he's on the on the court, I don't worry about him getting back. I worry about everybody else getting back. I don't worry about Chetty. Pop couldn't afford to let him go. He's the only guy that this whole team has to to mirror. I mean, he's the only vet that is that is here showing him how to do things. See, poor Chetty. You're a victim of your, your 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 quality. We couldn't let you go, man. You're gonna have to suck this up. Embrace the suck, dude. Yeah, without you, we would be oh. a real joke. Oh. <laughs> oh, I mean, I can't imagine what this team would look at. And we're talking about Chetty Osmond. At the it's end, the I'm talking about Chetty Osmond being the most valuable part on this team. <laughs> Can you imagine uh. where we sit? And I'm on, honestly. I believe that he is the most, he ain't the best by far. But right now, Chetty's the only one that brings pepper every night. I mean, I don't know that I would go that far. Oh, he is. Because, watch, him, watch the tape. Well, I mean, if you ask Devin, I mean, Devin brings the pepper every night. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, no one the, thinks the, it's Devin Vassell time like Devin Vassell. Well, the you know sad thing I mean? is, like, yeah, <laughs> he does believe that. The sad thing is, uh, I think a lot of these guys think that they're truly playing, that they're really giving um, it everything. And they're not. I would offer. Well, no, I can't say Keldon on a nightly basis. I can't even say Wimby. Well, I, I will. Cr- I mean, I'll congratulate Keldon. He is thriving <laughs> in his role, and, and now it's not helping the team any. But but his coming off the bench, the the activity that he brings, I'm I'm not really complaining about Keldon right now. I don't really have an issue. He's one of those guys getting the buckets as required. Now, if he could start making some layups, it would be nice. But. What he's doing is absolutely effective. Go out and do something. Make a difference. He and Blake Wesley are doing those kind of things. But it's just not enough. I mean, we're, 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 uh, we got a thimble we are, and we need a bucket. We're, we're a long way. We're sinking. We're, we're the, we're the three months before spring break. That's all we are. People, people show up here to get in shape 
and get right so that when they go on on the real party, you know what I mean, wherever that is, for Chetty, or not for Chetty, uh, for, uh, for Doug, it's Indiana, they're good. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're in, in, in swimsuit season. You know what I mean? They're ready to rock. We're the, we're the treadmill, you know what I mean, that they, they put up with for 90 days so that when the show starts, they look, they look good and they're ready to rock. And we, the, the very fact that we're looking, how many, we can't add any more rookies to this team. We can add one more. There's this team is too young already, or remarkably under talented. And us looking at the draft for I, help, it, it's not there. There's no help in the draft this year. Anything also, that you get in this draft will not help you for three years. There's just I nothing also think there. That you you are now running the risk as as you continue to just suck, right? Like for a, for a long time, you know, using this team as an example, the Spurs rode the benefit of their reputation. It's why you know I'm not saying this is like a, a free agent, you know. Hotbed, but that's why Lamarcus Aldridge shows up, right? Because your reputation precedes you. Now your reputation is like, oh, you stink, right? Like now your reputation is, oh man, like I don't want to go there. Like there's there's nothing to be there. And so like the idea of Trey Young becomes all the more difficult to obtain the more you continue to suck, the more you continue to be this way because it's a, it's a matter of like, nah, it's you know like you're getting further and further and further and further away from you know like. You're at a place where this generation of NBA players don't know you to be that. They just know you to be this joke. And so why would anybody want to be a part of you? Why would anybody want to go play for Pop? Why would it, it, it's not – this isn't 2016 anymore. You, like, you're so far and so disconnected from that point in time that all you are to the most important people that matter in this moment in time is a joke. And to get yourself out and away from a joke normally requires – a swing for the fences, or something ridiculous. And you have to hope the next move works. You can't slowly dig your way out of situations like this. And, and you end you up swing for the, like, eight years in the process, 12 years in the process. Okay, like I know you're hating on that, and I recognize how stupid I'm about to say is. I would trade places with that in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Like people say all the time, like, oh, I would rather tank or whatever this and that. And like tanking does, you know, help in some instances, but it does lead to Joel Embiid or it does lead to Wemby, right? In, in different circumstances. But like I would much, I would be so much more entertained to be a Sixers fan as of late than a Spurs fan, right? Like you're oh, getting true. players, you're trading for players, you're signing players. Like you're, you're at the very least taking swings and it sucks to miss, right? Like, you know, I, Every Sixers fan is like in pain because they keep missing and missing and missing. But like, dude, at least they go up to bat. You know what I mean? The Spurs are like, well, I don't want to go up to bat because I might, I might strike out or I might, I might, you know, have a foul ball that gets caught for now. Like, go it's, up and take a swing. No, you're right, and I that's mean, unfortunate that I used the Sixers as the example. But that's where the turn know, the process was born, and they still don't have a title. Now there's a lot of reasons why they don't. They've whiffed on draft picks. They've made mistakes with free agency. They haven't surrounded their stars with the right guys. There's lots of reasons why teams don't win. But they are, but the process, they are the indicative thing of that. We were told, trust the process 10 years ago, and the process is still in play. And that first part of the process, remember they're drafting like Nerland's Noel, and the, the final piece of that was getting Ben Simmons in there with a broken Joel Embiid, and it, trust the process, and everybody just kept waiting. But the longer you wait, the more likely something negative will happen. I believe that if you talk about a process, you immediately define that in four years. A process should never last any more than four. Really, a process is only three. Three I mean, years. It should last. It should last the cycle of a contract. Which you, you, know you think like, that's a three-year right. deal with the next right. one up? So you, I get a bunch of players, young and old, and at the end of that first generation's contracts, if it ain't theirs, that 
The but, process but my, is done. Start my a only new point. My only point is that they have turned into a consistent playoff contending team in the Eastern Conference, right? And if not for the emergence, and I recognize this True. is easy to say. Oh, no. But it, but, You're right. But if, if not for the emergence of Jason Tatum and Giannis, right, like they – they, well, they probably would have at least reached the conference finals at some point in time, right? And if not for, you know, I mean, a million things. Jimmy Butler just, you know, being Jimmy Butler at certain moments, right? Like, you know, they've just run into these, like, un- unfortunate sports things. But, like, you know, generally speaking, this is something we talk about with all teams, but, like, if you are a consistent playoff team, if you are consistently in the mix, you increase the chances that at some point fate will smile upon you. And that hasn't happened to them specifically. But my point is, like, be aggressive like that. Be be aggressive in your team building. I mean, be aggressive so and and keep giving yourselves bites at the apple. Like it hasn't worked out for them, but that and I know you weren't saying this specifically, but that isn't uh, an indictment against uh, not the actual literal process, but the the like you know the representative process. I mean, you have to try. You have to try, and the Spurs are not trying. Uh, to me, you circle a date, and right now. I think we've renewed the, the the rebuild. And if I go by my definition, a rebuild should be complete, or at least in the essence of where you want to be, in three years. You have three years. The Spurs have six, eight draft picks. They've got a whole bunch of money. So every what I want to see is every decision that they're making, how does it affect 2027? Where are we going to be then? Not 2028. Where are we going to be in three years? Now, we better be in the playoffs in, in one and a half, two years. We better be there. But I'm talking about if you do things right, in three years, you should be contending. That's the You have to act like that every day, 2027. But every day you don't act like that, that's one day further down the road. And they act like we got all the time in the world. Plenty of time. Nothing bad happens. Guys don't I get just, hurt. Guys don't get mad at their coach and want to bail out and foil everybody's plan. We got plenty of time. Guys don't I, change uh, their minds and get tired of the coach or, or rupture an Achilles or blow out a quad. We got plenty of time. The, like To piggyback on that, even when you think you're ready, you probably aren't. Like Even when you think you're ready, nothing is a guarantee. I just saw this tweet about the Niners, obviously, you know, after the Super Bowl. But, like, think about it. Like, the Niners believe themselves to be ready, right, and have for a long time. Uh, tweet from David Hellman of Fox Sports. He said, I'd guess, like, 27 NFL teams would gladly sign up for San Francisco's run over the last decade. But, man, what a special hell. Seven trips to the NFC title game. Three and four in those games. And of the three they've won, no Super Bowls. 0-3 in the last game of the year by a combined 17 points. I mean, like, like so, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, if the, if the butterfly lands, you know, five mm-hmm. different times – you know, like, their fate is very different. But, like, my point is, like, San Francisco has believed that they were a contending team for a decade, and they have nothing to show for it. So, like, this grandmaster plan that you might believe or think that you're cooking up Spurs, it still probably is not enough because that's the way sports work. It is so impossible to be good. 